Welcome to the Natural Super Kids Podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. I feel like this is the first podcast of 2024. It's not, but the first two episodes that we've released in 2024, I actually recorded with guests in December. So this is the first time I am recording from my new office um, and new, I guess, podcast recording studio. Uh, So really excited to be here with you. I hope you've all had a really great summer break. uh, And can you believe it is that time already that the kids are going back to school? So today's episode is all about time-saving hacks when it comes to packing a healthy lunchbox because I really think this is what trips us up. A lot of us, you know, really understand what is needed in a nutritionally balanced lunchbox. I am going to touch on that as well, but it's the time that trips us up. We get busy, we run out of time, and then we are packing lunchboxes in a rush Uh, which means that they are probably not as good nutritionally as they could be. So today I really want to share some of my time-saving hacks with you when it comes to packing lunchboxes. My kids are 16 and almost 14. So I've been packing lunchboxes for a little while now and have been through various stages. Um, So when I first started packing lunchboxes, when my kids started going to kindy, we call it here in South Australia, preschool, I think some other states and uh, places call it. I remember, I look back on those days fondly because I could pack whatever. My kids were not really, um, until later on actually, in that kindy year, uh, bothered about that peer influence, which made it so much easier. I remember I would pack mashed sardines with avocado with some little rice crackers. I'd pack boiled eggs. But as we know, it doesn't take long for the kids around them to go, oh, what's that? Oh, that stinks. And then they don't want those kinds of foods in their lunch boxes anymore. And, you know, I, I get that. So, It's that balance of, um, you know, definitely now that my kids are teenagers, uh, it's even very different from, from primary school. So I think it's that balance of, you know, being as good as we can get it nutritionally, but also having our kids be happy to eat it and accept it, um, at school and kindy as well. So before we get stuck in, um, I do want to just talk a little bit about the importance of uh, packing that healthy lunchbox when it comes to our kids' health. So, you know, uh, the lunchbox food does provide a significant percentage of the food that our kids eat overall. And so it is important that we focus on nutrition in the lunchbox. However, if you have a fussy eater who won't eat anything except 
Vegemite sandwiches and um, I don't know what else, you know, really basic food in their lunchbox or subpar nutritional food in their lunchbox. You can always make up for it at the, you know, at the tail ends of the of the day. So, um, you know, really do think about that. And a good example of this is my son now refuses to take like veggie sticks um, in his lunchbox. Uh, this has been happening for a little while since he's been at high school. In the primary school that my kids went to, they they had sit down lunch time, so they had you know they would happily take a thermos and veggie sticks in high school. And I think this is fairly common um, across the board. And I know a lot of primary schools are like this as well. It's like go outside, run around, and eat while you're out there. So um, my son particularly wants something he can grab and run with. Um, so, you know, that often now means a sandwich or a roll or a wrap. He won't take veggie sticks. So what I do is I still cut up those veggie sticks. My daughter takes them. She sits down with her friends and he just has them after school when he gets home. That's the, that's the first thing he eats when he gets home. So that's an example of how if kids won't eat particular foods in their lunchbox, you can get that nutrition into them either before they go to school and after school. Most kids are really hungry after school. So that's a really good time to get some nutritional food um, into them. But healthy food in the lunchbox will help sustain kids' energy throughout the day. It will help to sustain their brain power, their learning, their concentration. Um, it will support their mood and behavior. If kids have you know, a lot of sugary foods or refined carbohydrates or not enough protein, which I see commonly in kids' lunchboxes, their blood sugar balance is going to be up and down and up and down and up and down, which leads to energy fluctuations, uh, concentration issues, mood issues, um, and behavioral challenges as well. So really important to focus on foods that are going to keep their blood sugar levels stable, which is less of the refined sugars, less of the refined white carbohydrates, more protein, more complex carbohydrates, um, and that sort of thing. And of course, you know, food in general, nutrition in value in, in general helps to to support kids' overall growth and development, their immunity, their gut health, and so much more. So let's dive into some of my time-saving hacks. I do just want to mention we do have a full episode on packing a healthy lunchbox, which talks more about the nutritional side of it, um, and that is episode 53. So we will make sure that that episode 53 is linked in the show notes. But today, as I said, I want to talk about those time-saving hacks that I personally use. So number one is batch cooking, um, batch baking. So I'm not one for baking every week. Generally, I like to bake in bulk um, and I've got certain recipes that I use um, that come from the Natural Super Kids Club um, and, you know, a lot from our Lunchbox Challenge as well that I can batch cook. 
And the benefit of this is it saves you a lot of time. Yeah, you know, you spend a couple of hours once a month um, doing this, but while the dishes are dirty, while you're in cooking mode, you may as well be making bigger batches of recipes um, or, you know, a variety of different recipes that you can wrap up individually and pop in the freezer for kids to grab and run. So batch cooking, things like muffins, uh, biscuits or cookies, even, you know, homemade muesli bars, cakes, they all freeze generally really well. Um, and then the kids can have a selection of things that they can uh, grab for snack time. You know, a lot of parents will batch cook savory options as well. I tend to stick to the snack sort of sweet options for batch cooking um, and make the savory part of the lunchbox. Um, you know, on the day or the night before. So batch cooking is um, big. If you're a club member, you've got access to lots of recipes that are great for batch cooking. Um, if you're not, you can pop your name on the wait list in um, the link in the show notes and you'll be the first to know when we open the doors. So as well as that kind of big batch cooking session, it's also a really good idea to prep ahead. So have a bit of a schedule for yourself or a routine for yourself where you might do some weekly prep for the lunch boxes and then also maybe some, you know, night before prep for the lunch boxes. I know a lot of people do pack lunch boxes the night before. I prefer to pack them in the morning, um, but I do do some of the prep the night before, if that makes sense. So um, I do like to chop up the more hearty veggies. Um, you know, after I've been to the farmer's market, for example, on a Saturday or, or a Sunday afternoon, things like the celery and the carrots that really that store really well. So you've got those to just chuck in the lunch boxes. So prepping ahead those veggies can be a big time saver in the morning. The other thing, this is this is probably my number one tip for time saving when it comes to packing lunch boxes. When you are cooking dinner the night before, have the lunch boxes um, you know, emptied out, cleaned, ready to go and open on the bench. That way you can make some extra bits and pieces or put any leftovers in the lunch boxes. Um, or as you're chopping up the veggies or, um, you know, getting the protein portion of the meal ready, you can just pop some of that into the lunch box. So having those lunch boxes clean, ready and open on the bench as you're cooking dinner a big time saver when it comes to those busy mornings. Another thing that you can do at dinner time is to cook extra protein, whether that be some extra chicken, some extra sausages, some, um, you know, a bigger roast lamb or, or roast beef or roast chicken, whatever you might be making, and have that extra protein at, uh, at the ready for going into lunch boxes that they, it might go into a wrap or a sandwich or a roll. You might make up a, um, you know, a chicken salad or some chicken and veggie sticks for your kids. Most kids don't eat enough protein through the day. And this is key, as I was talking about before, for their blood sugar balance. So 
Cooking extra protein at dinner time helps you to avoid more of those processed deli meats, um, you know, the ham and the um, turkey, which are, you know, okay from, from time to time. If you are using those kinds of, of deli meats, you want to try and source nitrate-free options um, because nitrate is one of those kind of nasty preservatives that are put into those deli meats. But if you're cooking extra protein at dinner time, you won't need to resort to those deli meats as often. I know my kids love, you know, a chicken wrap. My daughter will take a chicken salad. Um, and yeah, always, 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 if I'm cooking a roast, which happens um, on Sundays, mostly, mostly in my house, I will cook an extra big roast um, so that we've all got some extra protein um, for lunches through the week, or at least the first couple of days of the week. Another way that you can save time and make the process of packing lunch boxes a little bit easier on yourself is to get the kids involved. Now, of course, this will be dependent on how old they are, but put them in charge, make them responsible for a particular aspect of their lunchbox. Maybe it is, you know, you are getting your veggie, your veggie sticks ready, um, or um, you are choosing your, you know, sweet option from the freezer for young children, um, right up to, you know, being responsible for the whole lunchbox for older children. Um, of course, you know, you want to sort of have a bit of a checklist and I do this with my kids, uh, making sure that they've got some protein in there. You know, do they have a, a healthy snack? Do they have some veggies and, and fresh fruit? Um, so you might want to make a little bit of a checklist uh, to make sure that kids aren't just packing a whole heap of, um, you know, snacks like they might do if you're putting them in charge. But we can slowly make them responsible for a small aspect of their lunchbox, moving into, you know, like I said, being responsible for their lunchbox completely. So getting the kids involved is um, a, a big time saver. And I would recommend if you are getting them involved, get that done the night before because school mornings, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, and, you know, you might not be able to rely on them getting out the door on time if they're in charge of their lunch boxes. And I can speak from experience, this gets a bit harder as they become teenagers and they're slower to move in the mornings. My two children were really early risers. <laughs> now they are much later risers. It really is true that, you know, teenagers kind of their their body clocks change. They, they they not all, but for the vast majority of teenagers, they like to stay up later at night um, and sleep in later in the morning. And often they're needing to leave the house earlier than they were when they were younger as well. Um, my children certainly do because they catch the bus to uh, you know high school. So uh, if you're going to get the kids involved, maybe get them involved in the morning. And then lastly is to have some supermarket 
quick, easy, convenient options that are also healthy on hand. So, you know, once you have run out of your freezer stash of batch cooking and you might not have got around to another batch cooking session, you might want to have some extra things on hand, you know, some rice crackers, um, some corn chips, some popcorn. Uh, We really like the cruskets, you know, cruskets with some nut butter um, or some honey, Um, and butter. Uh, We buy this delicious local honey is a good alternative to like a muffin or or something like that. Or you could stick with more savoury options as well. Um, You know, my daughter, for example, will often take um, like half an avocado just to eat um, at uh, in her lunchbox. So, um, you know, pre-cut veggies can be a good option, tins of tuna. And of course, you don't want to be, you know, necessarily including these foods every single day in the lunchbox. But for those days when your, you know, kitchen's a little bare, your freezer stash is a little bare, it's really good to have some healthy supermarket options on hand. Now, you know, you might be able to find some, um, you know, healthy muesli bars or dried fruit bars um, as well, but but that will really be dependent on where you are based and where you shop. Um, but I always like to, you know, source some some healthy snack options that are quick and easy for those busy, busy weeks um, or those times when your kitchen's a little bare. So I really do hope those tips have helped um, you and will help you to pack those healthy lunch boxes, you know, all year round. Because I think often we start with good intentions. You know, we might do a big batch bake before school goes back, but then life gets busy, uh, and we, you know, get kind of the the wheels fall off at some point. But I think if you can get into good habits and routines around this um and as i said getting the ki- you know getting the kids involved and responsible they can get involved in that batch cooking session as well um definitely for older kids you know you might even want to make them responsible for that if you if you you can do the batch the batch cooking you know, if it's not done, then you're not going to have any yummy uh, treats to be um, taking in your lunchbox. So, you know, depending on their age, there's all sorts of ways that you can get them involved. And as a final reminder, you know, packing that nutritionally balanced lunchbox is really going to make a big difference to your kids' energy, their learning and brain capacity throughout the day, their mood, their behaviour. And if we can get the lunchbox right, you know, it'll really uh, make a difference to those after school meltdowns um, and moodiness that some kids come home with because of low blood sugar. And if your children are sort of in that boat, of course, there's there's lots of different things that can contribute to that, um, you know, that, that after school sort of moodiness. But um, nutrition and, uh, you know, that blood sugar balance is definitely one of those things. Then make sure you have, you know, a healthy, um, protein-rich snack ready for them when they come home from school as well. Thanks for listening and I will be back in your ears next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. 
I'll see you next week.